Hey, how's it going? Tommy Taylor here. And I'm Desnica, and welcome to the Marriage 2.0 podcast. that went through just about everything bad someone can go through in marriage quadruple times over and came out more in love than ever and using our story to inspire and give hope to the world. Since we've come out of our version of hell on earth, we have built a global marriage coaching business mentoring hundreds of couples and individuals all around the world. We've helped them fix issues like affair recovery, communication, intimacy issues, addictions, and all forms of abuse when no one else could. We've gone through all of these things plus so much more, so we get it. We tried everything out there from counseling, therapy, intensives, webinars, hundreds of books, and even tactics like slow to speak, quick to listen. And the truth is, all of those things were just band-aids that left us on an emotional roller coaster from hell. We truly believe that when you couple a heart for God and a strong desire for massive action, anything is possible. But honestly, most of us are never given the right knowledge. The Marriage 2.0 podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, sports, health, entertainment, and finance in order to help you live the purpose-filled life God designed for you so that you can live an inspiring life filled with more freedom, love, and impact. So get ready to learn the stuff that no one ever taught you about marriage. Your old marriage is dead and marriage 2.0 starts now. Hello everyone and welcome to the next episode. So there's a topic and really a question that I want to ask today and it's do you feel like a burden or how I used to say it like a pest in your marriage or with your spouse? Or do you feel like a value teammate? The other day I was talking with this woman and, you know, and she was just sharing life with me and just talking just about everyday life. And what I picked up on, though, was her husband wasn't a contributor or truly a part of like the actual life and conversation. And he he lived there and they were married and he made money. But outside of him making money and bringing money into the home, like there wasn't any other value like. He wasn't a contributor, like it was just only money and that was that was his role and that's it. Yeah, so here's the thing, like men, like so many men <laughs> think that like, you know, I provide, that's good enough, right? You should be grateful, woman, right? You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> good tell you, good tell you. No. That's funny. Mm. Uh, but no, man, that, like honestly, here's the thing, like that's the bare, that's not even the bare minimum. I hate to say it. That's not even the bare minimum. That's like way less below the bare minimum bar. Yes, absolutely. And honestly, like this gentleman, you know, in this relationship that, you know, this woman and I were talking, he was just another person she had to clean up after and to think about with, and it wasn't teamwork. It was literally, she's like, it's like another kid essentially. And, you know, like they're, there isn't the teamwork. There isn't any of that aspect. And it's just like, Oh, and she was actually one that it's not like she was only a stay at home mom. And by the way, like stay at home moms, like they still have their hands full. Like it's not like they sit around and just eat bonbons all day and do nothing. Right. Like there, there's, there's roles there. (laughs) No, no, there's there. But so not only was she do, she was also working and providing income too. So it wasn't even like he was providing everything. It was, you know, she had to do, she had to work and then also take care of all the house and the kids. Oh, and you know, she was, you know, taking care and cleaning up after him too. And so topics like finances, goals, their vision, their plans, you know, all of those things left to her to decide. 
And when he did randomly make a decision, it would be for himself. And, you know, it would be just where he would make a decision like, oh, I'm going to go do this or like that. And it wouldn't be in like thought of like, hey, like what's going on? Or like, hey, you know, let's talk about this and let's make this work. Nope. And she would have to like shuffle and figure out how to make up and cover for whatever it was he decided, whether he spent extra money or whether he went and it was a time thing. Never, it whatever it was, she would have to cover with the family one-time commitments, financial burdens of whatever the sporadicness that he did throw in. Yeah, right. Like, so here's the thing, like with that, like just even if, like, I mean, in this situation, she did work too, but even if she didn't, still not an excuse. No. Like, that's not an excuse. Like, a lot of men these days, and I actually made a post about this um, yesterday, I think, um, but a lot of men in this, like, place like have issues with um the emotional intelligence of like a three-year-old and they they're they were raised by boys and they're still boys they're not men they're not leaders and it's an issue yes it's a big issue because let me just tell you like you know and not only in this case that you know of this lady and i were talking where you know yeah bringing in money is nice but like that's not let me let me just be very clear to like the men like us ladies, we want more than just income from our husband. Like that is not what we want. Like that's way less than the bare minimum. And that is most certainly not having a fulfilling, true, healthy marriage. Right. And at the same time, like your, your role is not to make her happy. Like and her role is not to make you happy. However, you do have, these are more, this is more of what's in alignment with, what's supposed to be in alignment with your core values and living as a good leader and developing a healthy culture. Not, it's not even really like, it's not about making her happy or, you know, making her, you know, put it on her pedestal. I'm not, we're not saying that here. No, it's a, that, that's not at all what we're saying, but I will say that uh, one, I can relate. We had been in a similar situation, but she feels incredibly alone in the marriage and like, like almost like what's the point like what I do everything anyways and I've also heard women describe it as feeling just like as a as a paid servant like they just feel like a servant they're just a servant to their spouse they're like not an equal or respected or valued just taken for granted and just like a paid servant like that's how they feel and that's not a good place to be whatsoever and it's most certainly not a healthy marriage at all Right. So today we're going to talk about a couple different points. Uh, number one, we're going to talk about how to tell if you're a burden in the marriage or pest, as I used to say it, um, not a, basically not an equal contributor in different ways or the, not even equal. It's just more of the contributor in the ways you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second thing is realizations. Yes. So these are some big things that we're going to be discussing. And, you know, we were in this situation, so we do relate as most certainly like we, we were here, right? Um, Tommy felt like the pest. And then I was the one who was like, I did everything. I'm like, what are you contributing? And it was not a good, a good environment. So we'll say that a way that you can tell if you're not a team or just like a body in the marriage, one, if you can go away for days and your spouse's life has like no change like they're not impacted that you're gone for days at a time. It's kind of a good indicator. Like you're not a team. Just saying like if they, if, if nothing changes when you leave, 
that's kind of an indicator. Like you're not a, a team effort in, in that marriage right there. Right. There is one caveat to this. Like if you were a team and you put systems and processes into place that take care of things while you're gone, that's different. However, 99% of people don't have that. Like that's not going to be most people um, at all. No, most people is just like, oh, no, I just pick up and just do it because it has to be done. You know, um, also, if when you're away, things are easier, more peaceful and just overall smoother, it's a good indicator you're not a team. No, um, like you're not a you're not a team if that's what's happening and going on. Mm-hmm. Like if your spouse was to have to leave for a couple of days, would the house fall apart or just barely survive? Right. Yeah. And if, if your spouse stopped all their current activities that they do for you and the house, what would the result be? Would it be chaos? So if either one of those are applicable, then yeah, most certainly there's not that team effort going on here. And one another question you could ask like, is if you didn't do anything for a week, would anyone even notice? Right. Like, um, it's one of those things that do people even notice your like your like your impact is what we're saying. Like if you mm-hmm. don't have an impact other than providing financially, which is admirable, like good job for doing that. And you know, if you go to church too and read your Bible good, that's that's like the bare minimum of the bare minimum. But like when it comes to that type of stuff, like that's good, but there's a lot more to it. Yeah. Like, do you do you know what you know what plans are going on? Do you communicate effectively? Like not just logistically, but emotionally. Like when you when you schedule things for yourself, is there consideration for the family? Like, or do you just do it? That's that's a big one, especially if there's kids involved, right? Like, you know, it, does this impact like something that the kids had going on, or some family time, or like another like predetermined activity that was already going on, or do you just like make random decisions, right? And do you talk to your spouse about the big decisions? You know, or is it just like, oh, you do what you want, Um, especially like if you're working, there's a lot of people who have this belief that like, well, I work, it's my money, I'll do what I want with it. That's a whole separate conversation in itself. But like that, if you're single, that's still not true. And the reason why is because um, it's not your money. It's God's money if you're a Christian. And you're just a steward and manager of it. So you should be managing it effectively and doing what you should be with it, not mm-hmm. just doing whatever you want with it, living by feelings. <laughs> that's that's very true. So, you know, I just want to share a little bit about, you know, what we were going through in our marriage. So when we went through this, I really felt like I was like, man, like, so I felt like I did everything and it was more peaceful. So if Tommy and I were apart for a period of time, it's not like my like my life didn't change. I'm like, I still took care of everything. It's not like there was anything like I needed assistance with. And in fact, because we weren't arguing, it was more peaceful. And so it was just smoother, which was a, a huge red flag in our relationship that we had a lot of issues going on. And I know that it caused even more tension, even though like my heart was good that and like, you know, I was trying to do things and trying to like step up and just do a lot. It, well, in some ways, and, and you, did, you weren't you didn't have a healthy heart or a healthy individual. But but what she's saying is she her heart and intention is, was in the right place. Yeah. So it's not like I was just like a, a crazy evil person who was just trying to like destruct Tommy like 
no, like I had good intentions. I just was not a healthy individual. I didn't have all these understandings, but it caused a lot of division, especially when like, you know, he, he could feel that he could sense that, especially resentment built and, you know, him feeling like a pest. It didn't encourage him to do, you know, more and lean in more emotionally with me and get more connected. In fact, like it caused the opposite, more withdrawal. Yeah. So like, you know, for me, when we were going through that, it was, it was one of those things where there was a lot of ego on, on my end. And don't get me wrong. There was some ego on her end. But, oh yeah, there was. But there was also, I mean, just talking about me for a second, there was ego on my end, definitely in pride. And when you combine that with different things like generational curses and whatnot, like it was just, it was, it was a big issue. Um, mainly for us, like the providing issue, like she was the main provider for years. Um, and that's not okay. Uh, that, that she, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, there's, if you're disabled or something like that and you can't work, like that's, you know, you have stuff that you have to do, but like you can still find ways to make money either way. But that being said, like it's still not effectively leading the family. And so I would notice like not just since I would see the resentment in her eyes, uh, the discouragement, the disappointment. Um, and it was more because like I wasn't a man of my word. Uh, and that's, that, that wasn't the whole thing that was part of it. But it wasn't, you know, there's not just one thing we could say, hey, this is going to fix your marriage. Like this one little tick, like tip, <laughs> no. right? Like that's not, that's not, not going to work. But, but when it comes down to it, like it, I wasn't a good leader whatsoever. No. So let's talk about some realizations that are going on here, right? So if, if you recognize like, you know, hey, maybe I am more of like that, that burden or how Tommy puts it as like that pest. Or if you're like relating and you're like, no, like, yeah, I feel like that's my, my spouse for sure. Right. So let's just talk about this. You know, this is not a one person only needs to have a change type of situation. Okay. And you might be surprised to hear that, especially if you're the one who doesn't contribute or act as a team. You're like, wait, like I'm not the only one who needs to change. No, nope. no. <laughs> and if you are the one who does just about everything, that may have either just made you really mad or triggered some sort of aggression, even tempting you to click off. However, don't. I, we challenge you to stay and listen and just be open-minded. And um, this is, I completely do understand because this is where I was. I was that one who was like, I do everything and you want me to change and I do more. How much more can I do? It's like, I already do everything. Just hear us out. Be open-minded. You don't do everything. And, you know, we're going to, we're going to talk about that. And so, you know, if you do leave, then, you know, that's just part of having a toxic fixed mindset and also an ego issue, which. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't have a, if you leave right now. Well, you just have a fixed mindset and you're not going to grow. You're never going to change unless you choose to change that period. Like you'll never grow or never change or never move in the right direction. You'll never be happy. None of that until you change that one thing first. That's a great place to start. So both people have things to work on, right? And as the one who does just about everything, like the lady, like I was talking to the other day and to my past self who did everything for Tommy, remember this, like, one aspect is you treat others how to treat you. Teach others. Teach, yes. Teach others how to treat you. Yeah. You you teach others how to treat you. So you are 100% responsible for everything you create or allow in your life. You know, and this this one took me back. I was like, you know, I didn't teach him to be a, a jerk and not help me. And But yes, like, so there's there's a lot that plays into this. Most likely, you know, there's a lack of boundaries. 
lack of consequences. Oh, yes. If you really love someone, they will have consequences. And I'm not saying leave your spouse or kick them out or, like, do any of that. No, like, that's not what we're saying. Like, the only time you should remove yourself from the situation is if they're physical, physical abuse. That's not safe. Only, it's only temporary until it changes. But in the, in the light of things, like, when it comes to stuff like this, you know, it was a lot of, like, enabling and, like, bad behaviors and stuff like that. And don't get me mm -hmm. wrong. Again, I wasn't the only issue. And I'm not being a victim. Mm -hmm. It just... It was both of us. Let's just make that very clear. Yes. And so, you know, as that side that like relates more of to like me being the one that does everything there, there's also a lack of self-worth. So even though a uh, part of me thought that I was amazing and, and awesome, I was like, oh, I'm amazing and I'm awesome. I, at the same time, still had a, a huge lack of self-worth and there's most likely probably some unhealed trauma that you have, maybe some codependency or that need to be in control and typically priorities are out of alignment. And let's just be clear and a reminder here that the priorities are God first, you in a self-care way, second, your spouse, third, then kids, then your job, work purpose, and then family and friends. Yep. Most people, that's the biggest thing. Like even if you changed that, but <laughs> the problem with changing that is because you don't really know what you second in a self-care way means. <laughs> it's not chocolate cake and bubble baths. It's not. Anyways, that's a whole nother topic. Yeah. But like when it comes to stuff like that, like the problem with that saying that it's true, but you got to understand it on a much, much deeper level. Like people think there's always like just one thing that will fix your marriage or these couple of things. There's not, it's everything. Yeah. It's very <laughs> intertwined. And so just like, you know, just realize like, you know, you, you're working hard. And it's not that you, you're not, it's not that you don't care or that you don't have a good heart of like good intention, but it's just that lack of foundational aspects for having a, for being a healthy individual and most certainly a misunderstanding of healthy relationships. So it's not that you're evil or stupid or anything like that. It's just like you weren't taught, right? Yeah. So, so this goes back to, this goes back to like, you are significant, like both of you are are very significant. You are significant from the moment God created you. However, good enough, no, you're not. You don't know what's needed to be done to fix the marriage. You don't know what's needed to be done to be a healthy individual. You don't You don't have skill sets yet. It's just what it is. Nope, you weren't taught. And so, like, that's that's a big aspect there. And I had a, I really had to let my, my pride and ego down to be humbled in that aspect. But even our spouse, like, whom we love, like, needs consequences to their action if someone doesn't face any consequences ever, it's like they're not going to change. They just won't. No. Now, as far as the, the spouse who isn't a team player, you know, and causes more stress for your, for your spouse and your wife, your kids, whatever, you know, your family. And I'm not just talking about the men here. However, it typically is the case here. There's a lot of, there's a lot of grown up little boys and I was that person. So I can speak from there. I was hundred percent that person, but creating, Creating messes and to clean up basically in the relationship is what I'm saying. So that there, there is some things for you to to realize here too is what I'm saying. Uh, one is providing income isn't enough to be fully present in the marriage. No, it's not enough. So whether you're working a lot or a little, like it, like it, income is not the only answer to being fully present in the marriage. It's yep. not all. Yeah, like I've. <laughs> We, we've talked about this couple before. Um, I don't even remember their names. It was someone we sat in a hot tub with at a resort. Um, but they were like, we have a great marriage. We go on vacations and, like, great house, great schools. Like, it was just all money. And I was like, 
So that means like, I mean, don't get me wrong. We're all about prospering and money. Like it's the last episode we released. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, even with God, but like, but that does, that doesn't mean you have a healthy marriage just because mm. you provide a lot of money. That doesn't not, there's people that are miserable, absolutely miserable in their marriage that mm-hmm. have money. Oh, yes. Yes. You know, and there, so there's equally lots of things going on on your side as the one who's not the team player and who is more of like the burden or the pest or whatever. There is still lack of boundaries here as well. Typically low self-esteem and confidence for sure. Yeah. And here's the thing. Like I know some, not all, but some of the men and women are going to come in here. And and if you're this person and they're going to say like, well, I work 50 billion hours a week. Right. Like, you know, I'm, I'm exaggerating, obviously, but like they work a lot. Right. And well, if you work so much that you never have time for your family, like literally like you work 80, 100 hour weeks, whatever it is, like that's, that's not okay. That means you chose that. That means you got to own that responsibility and make, make a decision to change jobs, a career path. Like that's your decision to, to do that stupid job that you hate. Right. So mm-hmm. you're not a tree change, change a different careers, like that's change not- or find a different solution to like solve those problems so that it's not you working all those hours, whether it's hiring someone in for a different position with you or well, whatever it means yeah. like, that it, it's going to mean something for everybody in a different way. Right. But I just wanted to mention that here because I know that's going to come up. Yeah. And there's also lack of communication, also lack of priorities on this side, too. Yeah. Lack of priorities. Like we talked about those before, but. Also, lack of solid foundations, not taught how to be healthy individuals, not taught how to be a healthy marriage, not taught how to have mindsets, like not taught any of the stuff that we teach in our program. Like, like no one is taught this stuff. So it's not your fault. We're just telling you that, like, that's one of the issues here. That's one of the biggest, the, the biggest issues here. Another mm-hmm. one is, like, not possible past trauma. Not everyone in the world has past trauma, but a lot. And I mean a lot. A lot of people do. A lot of people do. And if you don't, chances are your spouse probably does. <laughs> so you're, you're going to bring stuff into the marriage, whether it was from a previous marriage or whether it was from a previous childhood issues or whatever it is. Like most likely there's stuff that's brought up. And if you haven't dealt with it other than just letting time go by, like in the right ways that we actually teach, because I don't believe counselors know how to get rid of it either uh, when it comes to them. They're, they're just as useless is when it comes to you just like sitting in time with it but like when it comes to stuff like that you actually have to get rid of the right way and for example like affairs and stuff like that if that were to happen i'm just using that as one example um or even rape as a kid and stuff like that if even just because it happened 20 years ago doesn't mean you have recovered from it or healed from it no just you just grown numb to the trauma and numb to the wound now it's infected and festered and now you have to clean it out and now you have to deal with your crap that's why this stuff is happening in your life 100%. 100%. Well, not the only reason, but oh, no. that's one of the reasons. Yeah, there's there's just so much going on. If you can't tell, there's a lot intertwined here. It's not so much as just like, hey, you start contributing. Hey, you do less. Like that's not going to that's not going to be the fix. So therefore, you both need foundational changes and true solid foundations in yourselves as healthy individuals and in the marriage. You know, the path that you are on is a self-destructing path. Even if, if you're like, well, yeah, but we're okay right now. Like, you know, like I don't like it, but you know, we're not, we're not at divorce and you know, not yet. (laughs) 
it's the start. You know, this, this is the start to where later a spouse will just randomly walk out later in life. You're closer to divorce than what you realize and mm-hmm. closer to more of closer to the start or of the start of a lot, not even a lot, the worst pain you will ever experience in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, this is the big, like, this is the stuff that we want to get people to like avoid. Um, a lot, even though a lot of people come to us when they're in the, in the middle of this at the end of their ropes, I get that. But like, if we could convince you to, to take action preemptively to avoid this, even if you're having mild issues now, do I'm telling you it is the worst pain you will ever experience in your life when it comes to stuff like this. It is horrible, 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 horrible. It's, it's up there with like losing a child. It's up there with like all that stuff. Like you have to understand, like this is horrible. Mm -hmm. Relationship trauma is the, one of the worst things. Like I have had people and tell me that have been through that have been, you know, Navy SEALs, special operations, and they, they, they tell me they would rather go fight in three more wars than go through marriage issues. Yeah, that's how big of a deal it is, you know? And so that's why we come to you and, like, share these things up front, and we're very direct for that reason. And let's just be clear. Neither one of you are just, like, an awful, terrible person, like, right? Like, that's evil. God no, doesn't no. create crap. But also, I will say that neither one of you are 100% right. And I, I will say, like, that was a, that was one of my big ego things. I had to put my pride down because I was like, oh, I'm right. He's wrong. He sucks. I'm amazing. I, I was, like, so set on that. And so don't be like that. It's almost guaranteed, like, all your other relationships are struggling, too. Like, the, so, it's not just the marriage. Like, if this is you on either side, you don't have healthy relationships outside of the marriage either. So the question now that everybody's going to ask, since that was a new problem created there, was what changed for you when you're, when, like, to get you to not have a fixed mindset? There was a, a lot. I don't think there was, like, one defining factor for me at all. Yep. So oh. if your spouse does have a fixed mindset, they're not wanting to work on the marriage, it starts with you. Yes, it most certainly does. Yeah, that's the answer. <laughs> starts with you. You have to do the work. You have to become the person that you need to become and influence them. And then, you know, do a lot of the stuff like we use the power of one. But yeah. So we just wanted to create awareness that what of like what goes on here on both sides. Right. We just wanted to create that awareness and share, you know, what we hear from others and also what we've gone through, you know, and it, it's quite humiliating to, to actually have to say, like, I was dead set on on that I was amazing and Tommy (laughs) wasn't, um, that I was, I was blind to my own problems and shortcoming. But once I humbled myself and I started making changes in myself, all, and I mean, all of my relationships started to change, not just mine and Tommy's, but all of my relationships started to change. Yes. Um, I would suggest being preemptive about humbling yourself because when God does it, it's not pretty. Oh no. That's like, if you have to wait yeah. on God to humble you, that's going to um, just pretty much be a rock bottom. Yeah. Um, we've had people that have come to us that are so fixed mindset when it comes to stuff like this. And like, you know, like I feel bad for them because I know what's coming. Mm-hmm. I know what's coming. Like your life is about to go to hell. Like it's going to suck. It's going to be living hell on earth. It's going to be as close to hell as you can possibly get on earth when you're humbled. I hate to tell you that. It's the it, oh, but it's the best thing for you. Yeah, it is. 
So be honest with yourself. You know, can you relate to either one of these positions? Are you the one that does everything or are you more like the burden and the pest? So, you know, awareness is honestly one of the first steps to create change. So have that true transparency with yourself and be honest. Yeah, just really reflect back. But as always, we love you. God loves you. And we will talk to you in the next episode. Have a good one. Bye. Now, that's all we have for today's show. And remember, prayer without action is just dead faith. So make sure to implement everything you learned here today from today's show. By the way, hope you enjoyed this episode on the Marriage 2.0 podcast. And if you did, please make sure you share this episode on your social media and tag at Tommy and Desnica. And if you did enjoy it, make sure to subscribe to the Marriage 2.0 podcast and give us a five star rating. However, listen, most importantly, so many people are at the end of their ropes, crying themselves to sleep every night. And we can only spread our message and story so far here. So we need you to make sure that you really share the knowledge with others that really need it so that we can impact them. Yes. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So make sure to join our free Facebook group, Christian Marriage Coaching, for support, daily content, and free trainings to help you go from roommates to teammates. Have an amazing day and God bless.